0: Welcome to Seller's
1: Journey, the podcast where we speak to great sales reps and leaders and share their real stories from start to sales success.
0: Hi, I'm Joseph Fung, and today I have the great pleasure of speaking with Ryan Boudreau. He's a sales executive at Loyal. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Joseph. How are you? Doing really well. And you're calling in from the Atlanta area, right? That's correct. In beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome. I'm so looking forward to sharing your story. Uh, I know we've had a chance to talk already and your journey getting into sales, I think is going to be such a a great inspiration because uh, I know we both believe anyone can get into sales. So thank you so much for spending the time with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, So, I know that I started off by saying, "Don't worry, you won't have to do any pitching." Uh, but to help everybody, it would be really great if you could help share what Loyal does. Maybe you could just share the the Loyal elevator pitch.
1: Sure, absolutely, I'd be happy to. So, Loyal is a technology company, and we're focused on building software solutions that bring a healthcare consumer experience or a consumer experience to healthcare. So, our goal is really focused on removing barriers of entry. Centralizing data and helping health systems create a really rich digital consumer experience that we we're all used to in other industries.
0: I love it. I imagine right now the, the health tech space is a kind of interesting and tumultuous space. I imagine you're quite busy.
1: We certainly are, especially with all of all of what's going on in the world these days. So
0: it's uh, well,
1: I- it's riveting to be in the in the
0: healthcare space. So, so I doubly appreciate you spending the time with us. Uh, we'll make sure that we keep this tight and uh, let you help kind of get back to the good work. Um, hopping in, uh, we talk about journeys, kind of start, you know, direction, where people end up. Uh, thinking about that start, maybe you could share a bit more. You know, where did you go to school? Uh, and I know you've got some interesting timing and story around what you did right after school. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Maybe you could share uh, where you went to school and what you did next.
1: Sure, that'd be great. Um, so like we stated, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So I went to the university of Georgia, um, and I actually graduated from UGA, um, right in the great recession of 2008. So during school, I worked for a small technology startup that was focused on, um, selling custom apparel to consumers online. Um, Mm -hmm. and then after I graduated from school, I just decided it was time, uh, to move on to something new. And then, in 2008 was a really uh, interesting time to be searching for a job or new, new to the job market.
0: I can imagine that was a, a tough time to be job searching.
1: Exactly. So I was looking around going, I think there's only two industries that are hiring beer and healthcare. So okay. I better pick which, which one do I pick? And ultimately the the alcohol industry or the spirits industry never returned any of my calls and ended up, um, getting into the healthcare industry.
0: Well, it, it's a, uh, a, a good one to be in. So, uh, you know, I think it's, it's in Bev's loss. Uh, so let's, let's call it that way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you, uh, kind of graduated in 2008, uh, to help share some, some context, uh, what did you study? What were you hoping to do, uh, before that the recession hit?
1: Yeah, great question. So in school, I actually studied sociology, and my intention was to be a journalist coming out of school. Um, but wow. then everything in two thousand eight happened, so that that made me change plans pretty quickly because I felt like I really need to get a, a paycheck. Paycheck journalist, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have a reputation for not earning a bunch early in their career.
0: So we've got a great journey there. We've got uh, your schooling. Check out journalism, maybe beer, but we're in healthcare. But even then, you landed in healthcare. You weren't in a sales role at that time, were you?
1: I wasn't. No, I started my career as an account manager. So I was really just focused on managing um, pharmaceutical accounts. Um, to so let me let me back up a sec here, Joseph. So I was. Uh, I was just an account manager focused on managing those relationships for business that had already been brought in.
0: Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Hey, were you responsible for any kind of upsell or really just managing the relationship? I was really just responsible
1: for managing the relationship. Um, wow. Hoping we got renewal, but there there weren't really many cross seller op- upsell opportunities in that role.
0: Okay. So thank you for, for explaining because in some some roles that account management role is really just another title for for sales rep but it sounds like you were really in a pure kind of account coordination and account management role uh and you said we were working primarily with pharmaceutical companies
1: yeah so our company was really focused on helping pharmaceutical companies better market their drug to physicians so my client Mm -hmm. was the marketing manager of these pharmaceutical companies And we were Mm -hmm. a services organization, so we just sold our services. And a lot of that revolved around setting up advisory boards or steering committees to pull information out of these doctors so that Mm -hmm. those companies could then better market to physicians. So I really, truly was just managing relationships and services relationships.
0: Okay, so we can see, and I remember you saying that you spent – Uh, a long journey in that account management role, built a lot of experience there. But you moved into sales. What was the first spark? What got you thinking that you wanted to move into a sales role?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I was was looking around at all of my friends and the sales reps at the current company going, the sales reps are having the most fun. They're doing all the things that I want to do, and they appear to be making the most money. So, I've messed up. I need to start over. How do I get myself to sale?
0: So I, I love that. I mean, they're having the most fun. I can get that. Making the most money, absolutely. Uh, you said something interesting too, though. They're doing all the things that you wanted to do. Could you could you help un- unpackage that a little bit? What were some of the responsibilities or tasks or things that they were doing that were so compelling?
1: Yeah, I'd say one was travel. I was really interested in in getting out of the office. Uh, mm-hmm. meeting new people I always say I got into sales because um, I like to I like to eat dinner out and I like to talk to strangers and so uh, it provided me a perfect opportunity to do all of those things so they were they were going to conferences they were networking um, they were interacting with customers they were doing fun social events whether it was happy hours or golf outings I'd say all of the the stereotypical things you think of sales reps doing—I really looked at that, going, "I think I can do that.
0: I want to do that." That's fantastic. So uh, you you picked up that direction. You had a lot of sales reps kind of as colleagues. Uh, did you just switch into a sales role at your your company at the time? I didn't. No, I made I made my interest known because I was really happy at the company
1: I was working with at the time. And I let them Mm -hmm. know that I was interested in pursuing sales. And if there was um, opportunities available, I'd be interested. But behind the scenes, um, I was also talking to all of my friends who were in sales and had sales jobs and helping. I wanted them to teach me how they got into sales and what it was like being in sales.
0: Mm. And how did that uh, translate into your first sales role?
1: So I had a great friend who was working at IBM and Mm -hmm. we'd had several conversations just about his journey and his day to day. And one day he reached out to me and said, Hey, actually my old manager is hiring for a sales rep. Are you interested? And I said, definitely. So he connected me to his old manager who was the hiring manager of the job. And we had a, we had a really great phone conversation.
0: Wow. So, uh, I mean, I, I, this is right at IBM, right? Yes, this is at IBM.
1: So, um, I like to say it's the it's the best sale of my life.
0: <laughs> That's a, an incredible opportunity. We speak to a lot of sales reps who hope to start their career in you know a really good sales role at a well recognized company, and you've done exactly that. Um, what was that interview like? Any any tips that? You would give to somebody who was in a similar situation as you were?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, I, um, as, a, as a little more background on me, I had been working in technology. I moved away from pharma account management back into technology. So, I had a, mm-hmm. I had a great breadth of technology background. And in my later mm-hmm. roles, I was really responsible for some cross sell, upsell, and renewals. So mm-hmm. I really played up my relationship building experience, my cross sell, upsell, renewal experience, and just made the things I was doing in my previous jobs really relevant to the job he was hiring for.
0: Let's let's dig into that a little bit. Uh, we speak to a lot of people who want to be in sales, um, but maybe they're in a support service, like account management role. Uh, what are some of those things? You, you mentioned relationship building, um, but if somebody wanted to give really specific answers or, you know, they're in the middle of a, an interview cycle, you know, what are some of the things that you felt were strong parallels uh, between that account management and the sales?
1: Um, relationship management, number one, that's, that's really key in, in sales and especially tech sales, which tend to have really long sales cycles and they're really relationship driven. Um, mm-hmm. I would say attention to detail um, you have to be typically in account management. You manage different accounts. Uh, you manage a bunch of different things that could be going on in three or four different accounts. That same level of attention to detail and organization is applicable in a sales role. And then I would also say um, work ethic. I played up my work ethic a lot because in sales, there's not a lot you can control, but you can control your work ethic and your work. Mm. So, all of those things can play into, into being successful in sales. And I really just felt like I needed someone to give me that opportunity. And I was fortunate that, um, that hiring manager at IBM
0: gave me the opportunity. That's fantastic. So you've had kind of quite the journey, uh, you're kind of back in tech, you're in the sales role that you, you hope to get, um, in that journey, you know, what, what are you most proud of? What's the success that you'd say you're most proud of so far? I mean, I, I, I know we keep coming back to it, Joseph, but I think my,
1: uh, in my sales career, it's really getting that first sales job at IBM because they really taught me how to be a professional sales rep. They had really rigorous sales training, uh, and I'm so grateful for that opportunity uh, and the opportunity to be an IBMer.
0: So it sounds like uh, if somebody was in a similar situation, you would recommend the, the IBM kind of training, onboarding kind of as a first step for your sales career. Is that a fair interpretation?
1: Absolutely. I would definitely okay. If there's if there's opportunity for um, sales opportunity at one of those Fortune 50s, the big legacy companies that have a rigorous, intensive internal sales training, it's a great place to cut your teeth in sales.
0: That's awesome. Now... I know I said that we wouldn't take you too long uh, and that you've got a a busy schedule. So I've got one more question and then we'll switch into a couple rapid fire ones. Um, We've talked about what you're most proud of so far, but your journey is nowhere near done yet. If you, if you cast your eyes to the future and where you're heading, what's something that you hope to congratulate future Ryan for?
1: What a great question. I was thinking about this one um, and really I've been in healthcare for a majority of my career, um, mm-hmm. and I'd really like to look back and say I contributed to the digital transformation in healthcare. Whether that's you know removing barriers of entry, providing greater access. Um, there's a real, there's still a lot of rural America that doesn't have access to really great care. So I really believe some of these digital tools and technologies can break down those barriers. So I hope at some point looking back saying uh, with all the technology or the tech companies I've been involved in, hopefully um, we contributed to to breaking down those barriers and providing greater access to healthcare.
0: Wow, I, I love the that, that kind of huge aspiration of impacting uh, a large swath of the the kind of population. That's a fantastic aspiration. Thank you for sharing, Ryan. Thank you. Okay, we're almost done. Do you have a few more minutes for some rapid fire questions? Absolutely. These are my favorite. Okay, let's keep this nice and quick, and then we can let you go. Uh, first off, what's your favorite sales tool? Humor. <laughs> I love that. We get so many answers on technology and systems, and that's bang on. Oh, <laughs> wicked. Uh, what about movies? What's your favorite movie? Uh Top Gun. Oh, I love it. And when you were a kid, what did you want to grow up to be? I wanted to be a professional basketball player, but I only made it to six feet. <laughs> but now you're impacting the health of people all across the country. So you know what? I think that's a that's a good place to land instead. Thank you. Thank you. Ryan, this has been great. Uh, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your journey. I appreciate it so much.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: That's great. Uh, I'll let you get back to things, but we'll speak again soon and looking forward to our next conversation. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers.